0: Zero.
1: February 6th, new day, new week. Toby and TJ with you. This show brought to you every day by River Win. Sooner men fall in West Virginia, sooner women win against West Virginia. The winning score in both games was 93. The losing team in both games scored in the 60s. A couple of blowouts on Saturday. Thunder back at it tonight they are starting a west coast swing they haven't been west yet this year nine o'clock tonight at golden state no steph curry for the next several weeks he hurt his leg in the mavs game speaking of the mavs kyrie irving has been traded to tj's dallas mavericks and it is super bowl week eagles chiefs coming up on sunday uh boy you just botched the top of the hour didn't you tj
2: are you in trouble yeah i long? apologize to the affiliates i was not paying attention to the clock at all you're right we missed it by a a lot focus up buddy a Focus
1: lot. up here um i think the answer is blake bell to the question you posed at it's, the end. yeah of the it's hour.
2: blake bell and then he ended up obviously changing positions at the end so yeah uh jim texted best said his point was it's been a long time and that hopefully arnold's the guy that is one that ou develops but that's what you hope that you hope you get that five-star guy that is patient if he's not the starter right when he comes in and then develops and he's the guy for the next two years and then moves on to the NFL but like it's just going to be rare in today's college football that you have that guy you're going to be dealing with transfer quarterbacks I think at most programs year in and year out I mean I just think that's the new norm it's a different era. Yeah, I mean it just it's it's the free agent world we live in now. And it has been a just a kind of an odd collection
1: of circumstances too in the last mm-hmm. almost decade now. Like oh you certainly did develop Baker Mayfield, he just started somewhere else. Oh you certainly did develop Kyler Murray, he just started somewhere else. The Jalen Hurts thing was a one year, you know, kind of a weird set of circumstances the whole rattler, Caleb Williams thing. I mean, is there any doubt Caleb Williams would still be here if there wasn't a coaching change? So that kind of, so yeah, good point. Um, all right, let's hear what Porter had to say. This is after the loss Saturday in Morgantown.
3: Um, he met with the media where to start. Um, you know, I thought right out of the gate, they get, uh, you know, right at Stevenson, right out, right out of the gate. Made, made, made some shots, quick release, came around, hit, 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 hit some shots. Um, Tanner Groves got two foul tr- fouls. Um, you know, I, I redshirted a big freshman. When I did, I had three centers. Um, Yaya K to the transfer from Missouri had a season-ending injury, so now I'm down to two. And one fouled out in 11 minutes and one fouled out in 13. And, you know, we cut it to five, and we were in deep foul trouble, and then they opened it up the last 6 or 7 minutes or 8 minutes of the half to to 20 something and um you know th- just shot it well and then they went and they got their own rebound and um you know we were trying to play with five guards and we just it's so hard they're so physical big i thought they played so hard defensively you know i thought they they they're, they're older you know they're older physical guys and we didn't handle it well um and then You combine their their physicality on defense to them making shots and then rebounding the way they rebounded. Just, that was, you know, our our two post players, you know, one one fell out in 11 minutes with no rebound, the other one fell out in 13 minutes.
0: Eric Stevenson, hey, how's it going? Sure. <laughs> um, uh, Eric Stevenson only had nine against you that first game you guys played, and he had thirty-four tonight. First question: Just what was so different about his his presence tonight, and then what makes him just such a tough opponent?
3: He works really hard without the ball. Um, he 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 can shoot off the move. Some guys can't shoot off the move. He can come flying around, catch, rise up, and shoot off the move, like outstanding. Um, he is strong. Um, he has extreme confidence. Um, we showed our guys the seven threes he hit against Auburn. We showed him all the how, how hard he works on the flex action at TCU, how he'd pop back. Um, it wasn't for a lack of not showing our guys everything he did going into that. He was a complete focus, and there just was none on him. And and I, I shouldn't say that. You got to give him a lot of credit too, but. What, to answer your question, what makes him, he, he can really shoot off the move. He works hard. He cuts hard. He has a beautiful high release on a shot that he can make contested shots. Um, and, and when he's in a groove the way he's in right now, he's really hard to guard. A lot of great characteristics of, of what a, a guy that can play.
1: not to stick on him but the numbers for Auburn and TC were a little different for Eric um, didn't look like he played poorly just did make shots and you said you showed them him the TCU game did he do something there that had your attention that maybe
3: indicated tonight? Well, the Auburn he, didn't he have seven threes in the Auburn game yeah right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, they were um, – he was bouncing back off that flex action. He scored like three baskets in a row on that flex. So we really focused in on his threes. But then, you know, even on that flex action, he he bounced back. He worked hard even though people were up in him. And uh, we, we've got to be, we you know, we've, 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 we've got to be better on him. I mean, as good as – we, we've got to be better. You know, you know, to 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 start a, a focus of the game, you know, with him being a huge focus to come out and him to have I don't know how many how many he had right out of the gate, um, is 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 on. It's it's a credit to him, but it, it's it's on us too a lot. I mean, we 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 34. We got to take a little more pride. I mean, he that kid really that kid played a great game, but uh, you know, we got to make it harder from the get-go. His confidence went through the roof right out of the gate, knocking down some open shots.
2: You said right out of the gate, he he had those eight points early, you guys called the timeout. Did you try and switch anything up defensively to slow him down when he had those quick eight points or did he then adjust to any changes
3: you made? Well, he's so strong. We started a true freshman. A true freshman was guarding him. You know, and um, you know we played we played a couple. Then Otega Uwe, he's a true freshman, on there, and he's just a veteran. Like, but we were trying to switch up, do some different things. They they set some nice screens for him. They 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 did a couple of their actions. They really set, and he comes flying off so hard. But um, all stuff that we talked about with our guys, and and, but he had that eight quick ones just like that.
1: Um, I saw a tweet at me after the game. just said, I can't wait to see how. Toby spins this on Monday. Um, I guess that's what I do. Um, I don't think there's, I mean, I think this team is, uh, let's be honest about it, okay? They are in ninth place in the Big 12, and that's about right. That's about what they are right now. You cannot, I mean, the eighth place team just beat them by 30. So you can't say they're any better than ninth. And, they're in a bad spot. They're. It's going to take a special turnaround that is hard to see for this team to make the NCAA tournament at this point, even though their metrics are all still there and Joe Lenardi's still talking about them and all that kind of stuff. They are, you know, not just losing games now, but losing games by double digits, and in the case of three of the last four they've kind of been out of it by the first media timeout they fell mm-hmm. behind 11 nothing to tcu Uh was it 12 to 2 to osu and maybe 12 to 2 again the other night yeah i think 10 the two first the media timeout. yeah i think 10 to
2: west virginia it might have been 12 but yeah something like that
1: so massive early deficits and just not playing very good basketball so that's what they are i'm not going to try to spin any anything i'm not A person who's going to then say, you know, well, these people should be fired and this person's a terrible basketball player and all that kind of stuff that a lot of people like to do on social media. It's going to take a special turnaround for this team to get where they want to go and everybody that's a fan of them wants to go. Now, here comes the spin in me. It's possible. It's hard to see, but this is college sports. Um, not a lot of people teach saw the OU baseball team ended up in Omaha last year. Things happen in college sports and special things happen sometimes. So no, I'm not giving up on them. I think that it's unlikely. And I think they're right about where they deserve to be right now in the conference, which is in ninth place. And unless something drastic happens and I don't know if that's a lineup change or a, Style change or just they get incredibly hot, they're going to end up in the NIT or no postseason at all. That's the direction they're headed in right now. But there's eight games to go plus the Big 12 tournament. And in college sports, sometimes things happen.
2: So that's what I'm holding out hope for. Crazy things do happen in college sports. Unfortunately, the OU basketball team does not have Cade Horton returning from injury and becoming a top 10 pick. Yeah, <laughs> they don't. They don't have that guy on the bench that uh, you're just waiting to come back from. Uh, see how he rebounds and comes back. So Kate Horton, Kate Horton,
1: went into the last series of the year last year <laughs> with an 8.7 ERA, yeah, right? Exactly, and got absolutely. He got chased in the second inning by Texas Tech. Yes, or third it was early. Cade Horton was not Cade Horton until the postseason last year. In fact, it was it was a little bit of a question as to whether they were going to keep him as a starter going into postseason play. That's how bad he had been.
2: So but it's all we need is Jacob Gross to start hitting for twenty eight a night. Well, Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm just throwing out a name, but you've got to have someone step up and probably more than one. Probably more than one. Saying Grant Sherfield continues to be able to score the way he does at times, but you've got to have another one that steps up and is consistent for the rest of the season that gives you they that gotta get duo hot. and gets hot. Yes.
1: They got to get a hot across the board and they got to find a lineup that clicks or a defense that clicks or something that all of a sudden
2: drastically changes the momentum of this season. Maybe that's Joe Bamasil, you know. Okay. I, I don't will, see I'm that, to but, all, you know. No, he, I'm not either. Porter's tried, trying anything he can, and that's what he did the other night. He was trying to Benny find Schroeder. whatever mixture he could. Right. <laughs> I, don't right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you, and if Porter did, they would have tried it already.
1: It's. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just, you know, I'm
2: going to be there for every game, whether it happens or not. So I'm rooting <laughs> for it. I'm rooting for it. <laughs> you want to watch um, a little bit better of an outcome than what you've seen. Well, I, we all do. Sure, right? Absolutely. i just
1: it, it's going to take some sooner magic and a miracle at this point for the
2: season to like, turn back to I, where we all wanted. To I be. even tapped but, out with like three minutes left the other night. I was like, I can't do it. I'm tapping out. <laughs> I gotta go. You made it till then. I made it till then. And I said, uh, and I still kept the game cast going, but I was like, I, I got it. I can't. I, I, I gotta, I gotta leave this. It was brutal. It yeah. was brutal.
1: It was tough. But. I love these guys. I love the coaching staff, everything about them. I'm I'm holding out hope that they can find the right button to push that will turn this season around. But um, it's looking bleak. It's certainly looking bleak. 8.17
4: in the morning. We'll take a break. T-Row in the morning show rolls on next. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439.
2: T-Row in the morning show statewide on the REF, worldwide on the KREF app. RK Black brings you this 8 a.m. hour. Tremendous people over there helping your small, medium-sized business with network solutions, document management. Set up your whole office on the network, printers, scanners, Whatever you need, 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Camo Sooner says, Every good OU basketball team has always had that guy that could take over a game when everyone else was struggling. This team just does not have that. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you
1: think back, like, the buddy team uh Hollis Price Blake Griffin took him to the elite 8 obviously Stacy and Wayman back in the day so no they do not have a first team all american um so that's true i think Grant Sherfield is having a really good year and has had some monstrous games i mean he's had I think ten now, twenty point games, and obviously had the thirty point game. But he has some—he has some limitations to him in his ability to get himself free sometimes, and also has disappeared, you know, sometimes this year. So I think that's fair, K- KMO sooner. I think that's fair. They, they don't have the guy on this team. There have been some teams, I mean the other side of that is there have been some teams where they do have the guy and still haven't been successful, and we've been frustrated that the guy didn't share the ball more, you know, like Trey Young or Austin Reeves or whatever. But now they don't have a Naismith trophy
2: watch list first team all American type guy on this team. That's true. Uh Jim is asking me my thoughts on Kyrie and Luca. Um I we already went over that uh Jim um hit up the podcast hour he loves it. one I did not love it. I'm highly nervous over it. Kyrie is not the best guy in the world. I know it makes him better. Vegas uh they went from a 30 to 1 odd to win the championship to a 14 to 1 odd uh with the acquisition. So I wish I was as confident as Vegas is and maybe I'm sitting here in a month loving it, but I can't stand Kyrie Irving, so I can't see. Hard guy to root for. Yeah, it's hard for him to root for him, regardless if he plays for you or not. Like he's a headache even for your own team. So, but so is Kevin Durant, and so are a lot of guys in the league right now. So Um, there are a lot of annoying guys in the NBA right now, aren't there? There are. (laughs) Like even even fans of their team are like, yeah, I can't stand LeBron, Uh, but he, you know, he's good. Uh, let's see here. Cool for Jalen to be playing in a Super Bowl. Uh, but I could not pull for the Eagles. Worst fans in the NFL. Um, still remember when they were cheering about Michael Irvin laying face down possibly with paralysis and I lost respect for them. Mm. Yeah. Problem is you got the fan base of the Kansas City Chiefs on the other side. And I don't know that they're that much more lovable. So, Mm. Mm. I think. Who the, are you going for? Um, believe it or not, as a Dallas Cowboys fan, I am so irritated by Chiefs fans right now, I will pull for Philadelphia on Sunday.
1: Now, is there
2: someone specific in your life that you're referring to, or just in the ether? <sighs> the ether. Because, like, Josh Helmer is a Kansas City Chief fan, and a lifelong yeah. one, and sure. is a very pleasant guy to deal with. Super nice guy. yeah. Right. I'm he's not, not saying in he's, your face, rub it in your face. Talk I'm trash saying the head. rest of them aren't like that. And Andrew mm-hmm. Shepard may be a problem with the, a part of this. My hate for Mitch Holtis may be a part of this. <laughs> My hate for Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes is a big part of this. Uh-huh. So so yeah. you're going for the Eagles. I think I'm going for the Eagles. Just say you're going for Jalen Hurts. Let's see. Maybe it's Lane Johnson. That I makes don't sense. even know that I like Jalen Hurts enough to pull for him <laughs> in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Toby, when does the delay move to the SEC start affecting recruiting? I don't know that it does, does it? Well, that's what I was going to say. I don't think that it does because no matter what, you're going to play in the SEC at this point. Like, if you're coming to OU to play in the SEC, especially this class and going forward, you're going to play in the SEC. Now, how many years that is is still to be determined, but you're going to play in that conference. So I don't know that it f- would affect it.
1: I assume this question's about football. Yeah, yeah, I would assume and so. And yeah, I just think the you—that's a carrot that's dangled out there. That um. You know, I don't know. That would be a good question for Brent as to how enticing has he found that to be on the recruiting trail. But it's still out there. The interesting thing will be in basketball. It's kind of a reverse situation, you know. Like. The preeminent basketball conference is the Big 12, and it is not a carrot. I wouldn't imagine that you're going to the SEC. So it is interesting how it's – like, baseball would be like football. Baseball, the idea that you're going to get to play in the SEC in baseball has to be tremendously attractive on the recruiting trail. Oh, absolutely. The guy Skip Johnson's going Mm -hmm. after. Same as football. Basketball's a little different. So that's – it's really uh, – that's a good question to ask Brent. need to ask Brent sometime when uh,
2: spring practice opportunities roll around, the answer to that. For the first time since the 2010-2011 season, I'm thinking about not watching the men's basketball team for the rest of the year. That's from Dan. Okay. Dan's All out. Right. <laughs> Peace out, Dan. Uh, I'm sorry about that, Dan,
1: and we hope to have you back for next year. Uh Pig, pig, pig does was, not like uh, not Dan. happy at Dan. Yeah. <laughs> pig, is, it, pig is
2: loyal man. She watches every game. This texter wants to know: Would OU get in trouble if they took the Big 12 logo off of their jerseys? <laughs> is that is that required? I mean, I, huh. I'm assuming it is. I, everybody has them on there, but would they get in trouble if they removed them? I'm sure they'd be reprimanded, but I, I, I'm wondering: like, could
1: you be fined for something like that? I don't know. I don't know what the bylaws say. Maybe there. Maybe it's in the bylaws that you have to, you know, wear the Big Twelve patch on your uniforms, or you suffer a fine. I'm I'm not sure.
2: What is the buyout situation with OU and Texas? Even if they stay until 2025, do they still pay the 80 million? That's my understanding.
1: I, I initially thought that it decreased each year, um, but. I don't – now I don't think that might be – I think it's $80 million all the way to the wire.
2: But once they've served that that time period, then it, it, there's nothing. Then it's zero. Zero, yeah. right, yeah, yeah. If they are in the
1: conference to summer 2025 – and again, I think this is worth pointing out. I think most people understand this now, but maybe not everyone. The move will be made in the summer of 2025 if this thing plays itself out all the way to the end. So the 2025 football season, that fall would be in the SEC. So at most, at most, we're talking about two more years in the Big 12. Um, It's not all the way through the 2025 calendar year. It's summer 2025. I've gotten into that, and I forgot what the original question was. Yeah, if you
2: play it out to summer 2025, then it's $0 to move. Y'all don't like LeBron because he has different social views than you do. How petty. I would say uh, presumptive of you to have any That's
1: idea right. why I don't like That's LeBron. That's exactly right. Uh, I don't like LeBron because he plays for the Lakers. I don't care about his social views. I, I, Honestly, I don't not like LeBron. Um, I certainly don't feel as strongly anti-LeBron as I did anti-Michael Jordan back in the day. And I know that's sacrilege to say to you, but Michael uh, directly kept my team from winning championships repeatedly. LeBron has done it once. You know, that Thunder team went to the finals and lost to the Heat. Other than that, my team hasn't been in the hunt. So I, I, LeBron, I find him some things about him annoying and, all that kind of stuff, but um, yeah, you you got a little presumptive there, Texter, to have any idea whether I do or don't and why I would or wouldn't like LeBron.
2: Yeah, most of my dislike comes from what he's created, what he's turned the league into. He's created a little bit of the mess that we're in and how the league works and operates now and players jumping teams and joining up and getting together in the off season, and so it would be a lot of that. But whoever sent that in, Texter, I don't like your social view, so that's why I don't like you. <laughs>
1: I don't pay attention to any athlete's social views. I really, I don't think there's one athlete out there that I do or don't like because of their social
2: views. I don't follow him on anything. I I don't know, so I I don't even, I don't even see his stuff on social media. So yeah,
1: I'm so disconnected from the whole social views aspect of everything right now. I don't watch any of the news shows. I don't watch. I don't follow anybody on Twitter that's talking about any of that stuff. I could probably guess how some people feel about some things. (laughs) But the my my the reason I like or don't like athletes has to do with whether they beat my teams or not.
2: Yeah. Well, I will admit, like, it, it was popping up on my timeline even though um, I didn't follow him. I think I started disliking him even more over his stupid Taco Tuesday thing. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if that's his social view, then, yeah, I hated his Taco Tuesday videos. <laughs> You're right, Dexter. Taco Tuesday, (laughs) whatever that was he would do every week. Are you anti-Taco Tuesday? I'm not anti-Taco Tuesday. I was anti-LeBron, like, screaming it at me every
1: Tuesday, yeah. it's an important clarification. So you are pro-Taco Tuesday. Yes, absolutely, yes. But you're (laughs) anti-LeBron screaming Taco Tuesday. Yes,
4: very much so. (laughs) Break time. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510.
1: TJ, is there any chance chance that 2025 rolls around or 24 whenever it happens and we go to the SEC and we
2: look around and we go,
1: hmm, this isn't as great as we thought it was going to be.
2: In what way? I mean, what do you mean by that? Like, I don't know. I don't think it's true. I'm just, want, I'm just,
1: you know, how you, you have just these glorious expectations for things sometimes in life,
2: and now, you get there, and you're like, yeah, mm. yeah, maybe like what you're saying there is, yeah, there's a letdown. Sure.
1: I think it's going to be great. I think that the, especially in football and baseball, I think the atmospheres are going to be so incredible. And intense and the different fan bases visiting Norman and everything are going to be so fun, even in basketball. I mean, just going new places and all that kind of stuff. I think it's going to be uh, great. And and I was thinking this weekend, you know, we got on a plane to go to West Virginia. It's a longer flight to West Virginia, but like an hour long. I mean, you you know, we're going to go to Waco tomorrow. It's going to be a one-hour flight. You go to West Virginia, it's a two-hour flight, maybe two and a half coming back this way cuz you're going against the jet stream but once you're in an airplane you're in an airplane that's that's going to be kind of the big it's not for the teams it's not going to be that big of a deal the flights will be a little bit longer
2: that's about it it's get, the major change is going to be for the fans right now the disappointment could come by the time you get there just how f- college football structured in general like maybe it doesn't hmm. matter that you're there yeah because the landscape has completely changed or is in, on the verge of completely changing that it doesn't matter what conference you're in at that or point. Or you're
1: there for a very short amount of or a time short and amount there amount of time. no conferences anymore. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> yeah, mean, that may be the
2: disappointing maybe. part of it. Yeah. Who knows, Teach? Who knows? we got balloons flying over us and all kinds. <laughs> Who knows what's going on?
1: <laughs> hey, uh, considering a visit to uh, Chip and JoJo, Oh, are Wednesday. you? Yeah. Thinking about it. If we're in the hotel that we usually stay in, I haven't asked yet, but if we are, it's within walking distance. So uh the really wife no going with you go on walk. this
2: trip again? No. Oh, no. Okay.
1: No, but Valentine's is right around the corner.
2: We can get a nice gift there at their little shop, right? Yeah, everything's pretty inexpensive there, too. <laughs> 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 I've never been there, and I know better than that.
1: Oh, my gosh. I just made myself laugh.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. I might
0: go over there and
1: see if... Uh, see if, I may go knock on the door and see if Chip wants to hang. I don't know. We'll see how... How it do
2: goes. you feel about uh, two days out? How's Toby's gut feeling for the uh, Baylor game at Waco? Turn the table
3: on oh. you here. Oh,
1: I'm trying to think back to the first game. They're playing. They're playing good ball. They just got Jonathan Chachua back on Saturday. They blew out Texas Tech. Close game at half. Put the pedal down. Second half. Beat them by what? Like 25 something like that. Um, maybe a slightly. I mean, they're another team. You remember, remember that game, TJ? If. If we could have got a rebound, they would have beat Baylor. They just they couldn't get the, got every offensive rebound yes. it felt like. And still it went
2: right to the wire. And well, that was the shot getting hit too, the 3. Yeah. That oh, you defended well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, not great. I don't feel great. I I obviously I don't they haven't figured out how to keep teams off the offensive glass the last 2 weeks, so why would that change? Again, especially with Chumwachachawa coming back. And they've got those three guards that can all light it up. And in that building, they're even better. So you can't feel great about it going in with the form OU's in right now and the form Baylor's in right now. It would make no sense that this would be a close basketball game, which probably means OU wins it, right? I mean... Now I don't know. I, 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 there's no logical reason that you could watch this game, or, or you could have watched how OU's been playing and how Baylor's been playing, and think that this is going to be a close game. But it's college sports, like I said before. So, how my gut feels about it is, I'm excited to get down there and see what they do. I'm stupid that way, TJ.
2: No, you're I'm not stupid to, that way. I, mean, I, that's, I like that's how like you have jo- to look at it. I mean, I like you my can't job. Be Dan. I'm
1: always excited for a broadcast. It might be my last visit to the Farrell Center, and if they pull off an upset, it'll be glorious to have a front row seat for it. So, that's how I feel. Uh, by the way, let's go visit how you did on who you got Saturday. I ju- you just made me think about that.
2: I didn't do very um, well. I've got a couple right, I think.
1: You picked Kansas to win at Iowa State. Nah. No. Matt, ah. you picked Baylor to beat Texas Tech. Ding ding. You picked TCU to win at OSU. Ah. That was good comeback, good comeback, but yeah, they fell that short. Was a fun game. Yeah. That's another thing they need. Like, they need to catch some teams when some guys are out. Mike Miles is out after OU played him. Avery Anderson is out after OU played him. Jonathan Chum was, Chacha was coming back for the OU game. Yeah, a string of bad luck in that regard. Yeah. You picked Kansas State to beat Texas. Mm. All right. <laughs> Good win for the Longhorns. That was a good win. Huge win for them on the road. And you pick West Virginia to beat OU. So you got two out of five.
2: Hey, that's better than the week before. I'll take it. It's still terrible. It's still terrible. (laughs) What are you, the last two weeks, two out of ten? Hey, you're going to sit there and tell me it's easy to pick games in this league right now? No, it's not.
1: Well, I mean, most of us don't have sponsored guts. So you're gonna lose your sponsorship if you don't get better at this.
2: Are you threatening you me? Need to... I'm, I'm just keeping it real. I've been on a bad run here. The gut's been money for several years. I'm on a bad run here. What can I say?
1: Oh man, my uh, coach just got sacked. That's how they say it, TJ, in England. Jesse Marsh Ooh, sacked has been has been sacked by Leeds United according to Fabrizio Romano
2: <laughs> that's not a real Andrew guy. Shepherd
1: has just sent me this uh, it, it, they've been all over Jesse for a while now and uh, apparently if if Fabrizio can be believed he's out hey, we Fabrizio. lost to we lost to Nottingham Forest which is a real place apparently on Sunday one wow major breaking international
4: soccer news ladies and gentlemen we'll be back Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network, your home for Sooner fans. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with The Crossover. Here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank.
1: Dang it, it's going to be raining the whole time we're in Waco. That's one of the uh, fun cities to walk around, Our fun places to walk around of, that we go on the road, so that stinks.
0: I think Chris Plank's going to Waco. I am, Chris but we're, now. we're in and out. We're flying in and flying back after the game, so
1: I'll be walking Are around you... the Ferrell Center. Are you taking a box of Kleenexes with you just in case it's your last trip to the Feral Center? You know what? It, you know what's cool.
0: funny about that? It's my last and it's only my second. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one it's, of
1: these. It's, <laughs> not, it's not a good arena. No, it's not. not. It's not a good arena.
0: Um, in fact, it needs to go. It's kind of funny. I was I was doing that
1: way the, wor- way worse than the Lloyd Noble Center, by the way.
0: Oh, absolutely. Way worse. Thanks to my uh the responsibilities I get the opportunities I have to to call OU women's games, I have been to every every arena in the Big Twelve. I can't say that I've been to every football stadium in the Big Twelve T Row for a game day. No, we haven't been to Texas. That's right. But I've been to every arena in the Big Twelve and and I would say that shockingly that the, the Farrell Center is Pretty low down the list. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. It's a big time game, man. It's dead it's a last big time game. It probably is.
1: Yeah, it's dead last.
0: Uh but they're getting a new
1: one next year, so then it won't be anymore. Sounds like it's gonna be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, we're going down there uh, twice yeah, for softball. Huge game tomorrow night.
1: Yeah. Yeah, massive. Now their softball facility's okay, isn't it? I'm trying to think. It's okay. Right yeah, I, it's, it's right, right next to, think to baseball. What the press and box is like
0: it's. Oh, their press box is incredible for for softball. Okay. It's you've got your own booth. You've got two levels. They've they've done it up right.
1: Pretty much everything there is nice except for the basketball
0: arena. That needs a little bit of an upgrade. You know, we're going to Waco twice for softball this year mm-hmm. because we'll go next week and then we'll be down there for <laughs> spring game weekend and. Yeah, it's uh, where do you guys stay with softball usually? You it's varied. Exact. It's varied. uh oh, okay. We used to stay at the there was there's a really, it's like the most perfect hotel I've ever stayed in. It's one floor. It's like a double tree. It's right across that little mini bridge that they have, and you can walk everywhere from there. I don't think it could fit the football team in it. I don't. I don't know if if maybe you you could fit the softball team if it was it was full. But it's awesome. Uh, we stayed there a couple of times, but now with they, they're blowing up hotel-wise, so we stayed in a newer one the last few trips, one of the – yeah, gosh, I want to say like the Hyatt no, or
1: something. No uh, Big 12 destination has changed more in our 12 years than Waco, Texas. I mean, it was an armpit when we got into this thing. And Chip and JoJo have completely refurbished that town.
0: Dude, we stayed in a hotel for football. And a court, and I've never really talked to Coach Stoops about this, but everyone said Coach Stoops loved it. Where they would literally have their team meal as a buffet in the lobby, and they would do yeah. their, their practices in the parking lot. And yeah. I don't care, but the door opened up to Chad the interstate. Had
1: a mouse in his room. Right? That's right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Memories. So yeah, it's it's a completely different world whenever you go down there now. So, um, it's still I'm not that good for football. They still they, they stay up like an hour away. Oh, that's right. And and situation. then we got it's smart last room, year, though. T-Row. We got smart yeah, we the last time we went. Staying we did it better. In the city. Yeah.
1: Is that two years ago? Was that last year? Uh, now not now this. past. I'm sorry.
0: There. Two years ago. But we don't right. play them this year. No. Still okay. weirded out by the fact that in what what still in my mind could be the final year of OU and the SC in the Big Twelve, they don't send the Sooners to Waco or Manhattan, but instead send them to Cincinnati, and and Provo. It's like, okay, <laughs> not really rewarding those those legacy teams too much, are we? Weird. Yeah, I don't know. I saw that listed as something
1: OU might be upset about. I just don't understand why. Maybe they are. Maybe he yeah, is. That's I just, a good point. I don't understand why they would care. Like, what's the difference? Why, why would they be upset with going to Cincinnati and Provo? I mean, I know it's
0: a little longer flight to Provo. But Provo. More winnable but games. Kinda, isn't
1: everybody excited about going to Provo? Sure. That I've heard, anyway. Well, I mean, Gabe's
0: and already planning, like, a ski trip around it. So, yeah, I, would, I don't think so. Cincinnati's
1: not any longer than... Ames are certainly West Virginia. I mean it's no. not that far to Cincinnati. No. So.
0: And it's uh know. and it's uh I mean listen, they're I don't think they're gonna move that to the Bengals Stadium. I'm sure we'll play at Nippert. Uh, and they've upgraded that. I hope so. Yeah, me too. And it's a smaller state, but there'll be some sooner fans there. So Yeah. Um by the way, it was nice to hear from you on Saturday night into Sunday morning. One of the things ah, I was one of, the, <laughs> one of the things I was most excited about when I got that shift was realizing Toby may actually be listening whenever he's driving back from the airport. Uh, TJ, I know you don't need to be told this, but our guy's incredible.
1: I I'm in Wait a my minute hotel, You were doing
0: a
2: show at the time he was driving home. Three o'clock in the oh morning. Oh my goodness, Chris.
1: Gosh. I'm in my hotel room I'm in my hotel room before the game in West Virginia Saturday, watching Chris call the <laughs> OU West Virginia women's game. It was all on right. my phone. Okay, then I go to the game and Chris provides a halftime report for us that we play in our broadcast. Yeah. Then we we drive from the the uh, one hour drive after the game to the North Central West Virginia Airport where you fly out. We're going against the jet stream, so it's two hours and 40 minutes home. We land at 2.30 in the morning. I walk to my car with my bags. I get in the car, and I turn on my radio, and Chris Plank is on my radio. <laughs> <laughs> talking quarterbacks. At 3 o'clock in the morning, oh, talking NFL goodness. quarter. Yeah. Talking
2: about uh,
1: uh, – you're, you're going to be shocked I by don't this. know how talking you keep about your head the straight.
2: I don't know how you keep your head straight on – what network? What sport? What you're uh, what you're supposed to be talking about? It's Have amazing. Have you ever tossed a break with the wrong? People, oh yeah, know, wrong I, that
0: right? That seems to happen a lot on the, the Big Twelve show, <laughs> right? That seems to happen a lot on the. And then in the middle of all of it, they changed the name of one of the stations that I work. Yeah, on. I saw that the right. uh, station name completely changed. So yeah. then, you're, and, and and my my producer to help me out for that show on Saturday morning was the uh, was the boss. So I messed it up about five times. I'm like, "Well, this has been a fun run, but yeah, no." It's I love I you know. Listen, I'm supposed to be retiring from those overnight shows, T. Um Unfortunately, the bag hasn't arrived yet to make that possible. But uh, yeah,
1: it, we didn't we didn't we didn't complete your deal.
0: Yeah, my my we bag hasn't been delivered deal. yet. But I will no. say, uh, it's the first time I've done one in a long time, and I forgot how painful it is to try to take calls at three in the morning. Oh my goodness! Is I just it just get, a bunch of truckers going across. It, no, it's way. not even truckers yeah. anymore. It's just a bunch of drunks. Drunks, yeah, in yeah. the bar. Highest One in the morning high. in uh, the West Coast, <laughs> right.
1: Your would, knowledge of like who all needs quarterbacks and what quarterbacks are available and so all that. Kind of
0: stuff. It's, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. I'm sorry for it, you're but incredible. I almost was gonna have you call in to give me a leads preview, but I figured you weren't very happy anyway. So we just sacked our manager today. Breaking <laughs> leads news. Chris, have a great show. I'm sure you're gonna talk all about it. On, oh, on yes, all up, things Oh, You coming up, man.
1: Thanks to you fine folks for listening today. TJ, great job. We'll try it again tomorrow. Have a great Monday, everybody.